Hello, welcome to Midwest Missteps. I am Amber. And I'm Josh. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do want to put at the beginning of this recording that we are not going to edit this. This is just a conversation between two people, and we are going to upload this, warts and all, every minute of this conversation. Now, that conversation. Why don't we talk about the third rail of everything in American politics? Guns. Guns. Amber, what's your thought on guns? Well, I personally do not own a gun. I do not want to own a gun, and I have never shot a gun. But. Wait a minute, you've never shot a gun? I've never shot a gun. Nope. Where do we live? The Midwest. <laughs> Missouri. Oh, no. Let's be very specific. <laughs> Southern Missouri is where we live. I grew up with guns in the house. I just didn't ever show an interest in shooting them. Yeah, and it, when we start the conversation about guns, let me be clear here. I grew up with guns. I've shot a lot of guns. I've shot handguns. I've shot rifles. I've shot shotguns. I've gone hunting with guns. I like guns. I really, really, really like guns. There is something so purely powerful about shooting a firearm. Maybe I should try it. <laughs> you should. You really should. And that's the thing, is that you really should. That said... There are a lot of people in this country who should not own a firearm. Yes. Should definitely should not. But that's not really the discussion we're having tonight. What we want to talk about actually tonight is the fact that we're recording this on Father's Day, June 18th. And there was a mass shooting day at a June ninth er, uh, yeah, Juneteenth June celebration. There was another shooting across the country. And what 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 are y'all doing? Yeah, what in the world? Like, How is this okay? And this isn't a political issue. Let me just be completely clear here. I think that if you want to own a firearm, you should be more than able to own a firearm. As long as you go if, through the proper channels. So, but if we're going to talk about firearms and firearm safety, if we're going to talk about guns that kill people, if we're going to talk about crimes that are perpetrated that include weapons that are guns, the vast majority of crimes that are perpetrated that actually involve a gun are either perpetrated using a gun like a pistol or shotgun or a traditional long gun but when you hear of a shooting that is not the gun that you first think of no. because when i hear of a shooting i know what i think of and i'm pretty sure it's the same thing that you think of which i'll go ahead and say it i think of an ar-15 yeah which is and don't get me wrong i also agree in the vast majority of cases, an AR-15 is not a gun you should own. If you live in a city, you have no reason to own an AR-15. Yeah, why would you need something like that? It's not like you're going to go hunting in the city. No, and for the people who are going to argue that an AR-15 is not a hunting rifle, I would just like to point out that we live in brush country, and... People who come out of the military want to go hunting, and they want to go hunting with a gun that they're comfortable with. Which happens to be an AR-15. Yes. In a lot of instances. Yes. After World War II, whenever they actually started to take those guns actually out of service, which were semi-automatic rifles, which was not the rifles that were used prior to that point, you're talking bolt-action rifles, you're talking a lever-action rifle, 
things like that. Whenever they started actually releasing those semi-automatic rifles, they were like, well, we can't have these weapons of war actually in the hands of Americans so that they can actually go out and, you know, uh, so they, we don't want them to actually have these weapons of war. And so, why is it, why is it but now a semi-automatic Easy rifle. access to get one at this well, point. Well, say, and that's the thing, is a semi-automatic rifle is now no different than a bolt-action rifle. Or a It's pistol? no different than a lever-action rifle. It's no or different than... Or a 22? Than, yeah. So, my argument is not that we need to be looking at these guns in a way that we're saying, well, we need to outlaw. AR-15s, because that's going to fix this problem. It isn't. It isn't, it isn't going to fix the problem, because it isn't the AR-15 that's the problem. It's how people are able to get an AR-15. Well, it's not even how people are able to get an AR-15. It's the thought process behind. Yeah, behind actually getting an AR-15. Which I'm also going to argue that the idea of owning a gun is also the problem. Yeah. I can see that, too. That's the thing that is the problem. If if I joined a shooting club and I wanted to own a gun and I was going to go to the shooting club and I was going to use that gun to then go shoot at targets at the shooting club or Let's say I live on a piece of property where I have several hundred acres. Yeah, and you want to go and out I and had target shoot. Targets or that hunt. I could go shoot. Or if I was going to take an AR-15 chambered for a 22 round. Yeah. Which used to be very inexpensive and is now not so inexpensive. <laughs> but an AR-15, an AR-15 is not, that's not a gun. That's a designation. Or an AR-15 can be anything from a twenty-two to a fifty cal. That's crazy. You can build that gun in, it's a Lego gun. It's literally, you can change the receiver, the barrel, you can... Do it can shoot a five five six? It can shoot a seven six two. It can shoot a three zero eight. It can shoot a fifty caliber round. It can shoot a twenty two round. It there are parts and pieces on the market to change that gun into whatever it is you want it to be. That is crazy, or that seems crazy to me. I mean, I guess I can. But it's because it's literally designed to be taken apart, rechambered, using a receiver, a barrel, and then the components that actually go into it to do pretty much whatever you want it to do. Hmm. So let's gonna say let's say you're gonna go hunt I don't know. A deer in deep brush. I chamber that sucker for a 308 round. Which, not a great brush round, but it'll get the job done. Yeah. You can chamber it with that. Let's say you want to go shoot squirrels. You're going to be shooting it. You probably I don't, don't know, want a 308 at that point. 12, 13 yards. You're going to be shooting at that. A twenty-two rimfire. You can chamber it for that. Yeah. I have no idea what the hell you'd want to do with a fifty cal round <laughs> in no. an AR-15 fucking frame. But fine. You can chamber it for that. <clears throat> now, I have no... There's also, we can talk about AKs, we can talk about all the other 
quote unquote assault weapons that yeah. are on the market. We just those... chose the AR-15 because that's kind of what we AR-15. know about. I chose the AR-15 because that's the gun I know. Yeah. And that's the but one I hear. That's the one that I see. The problem with demonizing a gun is that you're not talking about the people who are actually doing the things that we're talking about. The people who are carrying out quote-unquote mass shootings. The people who are being involved in school shootings. The people who are actually doing the shooting. The bad thing. Yeah. And that's not to say that the gun is faultless. It's not. No. But you can't blame what happens on the gun. The gun can't shoot itself. But you can blame access to the gun for their ability to kill as many people as they do. Yes. I will agree I will agree with you there. But it's like and I said. And if any of you if anybody wants to come to me and go, Well, what about hammers? People can kill people with hammers. Yeah, that takes time. You're right, but also the hammer doesn't hammer itself. Just like the yeah, gun but, doesn't shoot itself. But also, if you're going to kill 30 people with a hammer... It's going to take a long it's time. It's going to take a while. Yeah. If you want to kill 30 people in a very tight-knit group with a gun, that doesn't take very long at it's all. Not with the you can spray some. Yeah. You can definitely spray some bullets and yeah. get that job done pretty quick. And actually... The one thing I will say about mass shooters in the United States of America is that, thank God, they're not well trained. <laughs> because if they were, if these idiots and assholes actually were trained on how to use these weapons, there would be so they'd many kill more. a hell of a lot more people. Yeah. Would be they would drop a, a lot more bodies. Yeah. Yep. But thank God that most of them are ideological morons who don't actually know how to use these weapons in the way that they should be used. Mm -hmm. Because if they were, there'd be a lot more corpses. Yeah. And that doesn't, that doesn't negate, I, I want to be very clear, that does not negate the damage that they do. No. And not I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that, the horrible things that they have done are not horrible. I'm just saying that, thank God. That they're not trained. That they are not well trained. Yeah. Because if they were, there would be a lot more, there would be a lot more funerals. Yeah. And, which, that that brings me back to the reason why we need to be focusing on the reality of what we should be worried about when it comes to guns. Which, I'm going to agree, we should have fewer guns in private hands. And if we do have guns in private hands, they should actually, the people who actually have those guns, should have to go through a process of being able to own those guns. Just like you have to go through a process to be able to drive a car. You can't just jump behind the wheel and take off. Because you have to have a driver's license you have to know how a, you have to show proficiency in your driver's test to actually be able to drive the car and get your license which the sad thing about that is that in in saying that i see actually one of the things that may be wrong about how we think about this maybe because we're talking about proficiency if they had proficiency there would actually be more people who died so maybe we need to not focus on proficiency. Maybe, but that also confuses me in a way because are we talking we should just, are we saying since I have no experience being, I've been around guns but I've never shot, should I be able to walk in and be able to buy whatever I want? Yeah, but you can, apparently. I know, but should I be able to? Because I don't think I should. Yes, and that's and, and that gets us back to the argument of where I was coming from of 
should we only sell to people who are proficient, though? Because if only the people who are proficient with guns are the ones allowed to buy guns, yeah, then that wouldn't. They're going to kill a lot more people. Now, let me also be clear here, because I think we're getting a little off, uh, uh, off the topic. The vast majority of people who die in this country from gun violence don't die from mass shootings. Yeah. Let's just be open and honest about that. And we're also not saying that everybody who goes in and buys a gun is going to use it to kill somebody. Oh, no, absolutely not. I kind of feel, I kind of got the vibe that that was coming off, and that's not what we're saying. No, no, no. That's not at all. And we live in an area where most people own guns, and the people who we live around who own guns, I'm not afraid of. No. Because they're not dangerous. I mean, they're not, well, they're not these idiots. Yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to show up at a local event and start popping off rounds. That's not who they are. No. If they're mad, they might punch you in the face. But they're not going to shoot But they're you. not going to start fucking jacking rounds into a crowd hoping to get a high body count like it's a scoreboard. That's not what they're going to do. No. But the vast majority of people who actually die from guns every year die from suicide. Which leads me to the first thing that I would like to say about possibly curbing gun violence in America. If we want people to not possibly die by gunfire in America, maybe we should actually have socialized medicine where people can actually get mental health care. Yeah, exactly. That would be a good start. Yes, that would be. But that's a non, that's a non-start. So let's go to the second thing that could possibly slow down gun violence here in America. Maybe we should go with the idea that there should be at least some very minor possible rules about who can own a gun. And let's put in place that you actually have to, as Amber said, show some proficiency with the weapon. Maybe not proficiency, just because I don't... Proficiency is... I'm talking about the the most minor. Okay, as long as we're not saying like somebody who's already really good with one. We give people driver's licenses who should not be on the road. Oh, I know. I learned learned that driving today. I almost got in two accidents because of stupid people. Holy mother (laughs) of all that is good and holy. I swear to God, half the people who were on the road should be drawn and quartered (laughs) and hung from a tree (laughs) with their vehicle burning underneath to tell them that you should not be allowed to drive like this. I'm not going to disagree with you on that point, but I'm talking about the minimum of proficiency. So, like, maybe of them having a class? Well, that's one of the things, actually, is if you want to go hunt... You have to have a hunter safety course. Yeah. If you want to take your gun into the woods to shoot a deer, you have to take a class that says... You know how to do this. I'm not an idiot, and I'm not going to shoot myself in the face. Or the person I'm hunting with. If I want an AR-15 in my house... I can just go buy one. Yeah. Do you see where we're kind of like, oh, that's not quite... It doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Logically. Eh, let's not bring logic into this, because if you're going to bring logic into this, you're going to alienate a lot of people, because logic is really not a thing that we do here in America. Maybe it should be. That requires a bit of schooling. Well, you know, most but everybody graduates. Amber has a point. Logically, 
if I want to go into the woods to shoot a deer, I have to actually show that I know what the hell I'm doing. But if I want to have a gun in my house to shoot at random people who might wander into my yard, eh, nah. Nah, I'll just go to the store and buy it. Nah, I mean. And what do I have to just do Just pop to off buy rounds, it? man. Just pop off rounds. It's fine. And what do I have to do to buy it? At, say, Walmart? Show a photo ID. Let's not even get started on the idea of I know, fucking no. Walmart. Um, <laughs> I apologize. Walmart. Maybe I shouldn't have said Walmart to go buy a gun. I apologize. <laughs> Walmart. For the old people in the crowd. Walmart. The place where they wouldn't sell rap records because they might have a slightly violent tone. And then let's look around the corner where they sell guns. Guns. To kill people with. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I want to say something very violent and actually very vulgar at this moment, and I'm going to hold that back. <laughs> just because... Really? Probably for the best. Really? <laughs> really? We can't have violent video games in Walmart, because then kids might think about going and shooting up their schools. Hey, kid, do you want to shoot up your school? The gun's over in the sporting section that you can buy to shoot up your school. Well, to be fair, I don't think kids can actually buy the gun. You gotta be fair enough. 18, 21? I'm not even really sure. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because the rules don't actually... aren't standardized across the United yeah. States. because. Who the heck knows yeah, what the rules I, are? I think there was a Supreme know. Court ruling here recently where, uh, you know, just let them buy whatever they want to. Actually, grab a tablet and pull that sucker up because there was a recent Supreme Court hmm. ruling about guns. Yeah, and let me see here. I can't remember exactly what it was. I hope to God it's actually making it harder to buy a gun. But I'm gonna guess it's probably not. What? And now we have Amber. Yeah, hang on. The Supreme Court rulings that actually have to do with guns. And most of the Supreme Court... By the way, I would like to point out that the idea that you can just own a random firearm and do whatever you want to with it... Okay, I looked ...was from up. a Supreme Court ruling in 2008. 2008. I was 28 years old whenever the right to bear arms became I can carry a gun whenever I want to. Which is insane. I when I was growing up I grew up in the 80s and the 90s. I never Never had to have the conversation with my parents about the fact that if something happened to my school, break out a window, climb out, and run for no. your life. I have to have that conversation with my children every time they go to school. Yep. They came home. They have came home to us and have been like, we had an intruder drill today. And this is what we did. And this is what we think that we should do. If you people like, want to heck? talk about how to protect children, how about stop letting people keep shooting children? That's it. Yeah. So the age to actually buy a gun in Missouri is 19 years old. Is that for all guns? Or is that just for long guns? It actually does not say. It says you must complete a firearm training course to go along with that. No. Or do you? I mean, if you do, cool. Which would be, what, a hunter safety course? Which you can do online. 
Yeah, you can do it online if you're over the age, over a certain age. If you're, I think if you're 18. younger than 18, you have to actually sit through the class. And if you're over 18, you can do the class online. And then you can buy whatever gun you want. Which, for the record. And then once you take that class, you're good for life. Also, oh, yeah, it's a once-in-a-lifetime class. you get grandfathered in from the older generation, well, nah, that's cool. I'm not finding. I handed the tablet over to Josh because I'm not finding what I'm looking for. (coughs) We're the Supreme Court with the Supreme Court ruling recently, so I'm just, he can look for it for a minute. Oh, was it, was it just for the United States? I thought we were trying to figure out. I apologize. I guess I was just looking at it wrong. Uh, yeah, she's looking at Missouri because that's well, where we, we live. We live in Missouri. Let me take a look at this really fast. Okay. Uh, one court ruled that federal law cannot bar someone from owning a gun just because that person is subject to a domestic violence restraining order. Another decided that preventing someone convicted of a nonviolent felony from owning a gun is unconstitutional. Oh my. All of these recent rulings by lower federal courts are the credit of the court decisions striking blows against long-standing federal gun reg- re- restrictions that were issued by lower court judges in the past year. After the Supreme Court, in a sweeping rule, expanded gun rights by finding for the first time that the Constitution's Second Amendment Amendment right to bear arms extends outside the home. So you can just carry them wherever, whenever? Blue states have been passing uh, gun laws and hope that they will not fall afoul of the Supreme Court uh, Court's rationale. But currently, the federal law actually bars people subject to domestic violence, restraining orders from possessing firearms, which is now sitting at the Supreme Court. Huh. So, Let me look through this a little bit deeper, and yeah, no, the deeper I dig into this, the more it tells you nothing. Uh, no, the more it tells me that actually if you are a person who has a history of violence and owns a gun, and you're a man, and a woman has a restraining order against you. Well, we can't take away the man's guns. Because he has a right to those guns. Yeah. And if she dies, then, well, that's not really our problem. Well, you know, it was his right to have the gun. Hey, so... hey, hey, hey. You shut your mouth. Oh, no, I don't think so. Shut your mouth. No, that's not how You're my works. property. You, I'm not anymore. I, no. I own you. No, no you don't. Nope. Just because we're nope. married does not nope. mean anything. Nope. No. Nope. No. 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 You, you can say you no all you shut, want to. Not shut, gonna happen. Shut your mouth. Shush. You shut, hush. You shut your mouth. Nope. You not gonna uh, happen. Yeah. I am not playing this uh, game. All right, all right. I'm gonna slap nope. her. Nope. You're yeah, right. Her. I'm gonna smack her. I'm gonna smack her. He ain't brave enough to smack me. I'm gonna smack her. He because won't. you know what? I just found out that my property over here is piping off at the mouth. He's funny. He thinks he's got jokes. Yeah, well, you know what? That's how the law sees you, so that's how it is. So you better shut your mouth. Nope. 
Because not gonna happen. I'm gonna fucking smack you. Nope. No, you won't. Not happening. At all. And for other previews you want to see from stupid shit that's actually gonna happen if we continue down this road. <laughs> Boy, take that knife back in the other room. <laughs> Our son is handing my wife a very sharp knife. <laughs> from our kitchen <laughs> to stab me with. <laughs> but in all honesty, that's that's the discussion that's being had in the Supreme Court. Like <laughs> I thought we had this discussion in 1973, which again, not long enough ago. No. It's really not that long ago if you think about it. It's less than 100 years. It's about 50 years. 1965 was the year that we actually started arguing about civil rights. 1966 is when the civil rights amendments were actually passed. 1973 was the first year that a federal court actually said that a married woman could be raped by her husband because she was not property. That is truly sad. It was in the mid-80s, early 90s, when women could finally get a credit card because yeah. they were not property of their husbands. And not too long, It not was too, not... It wasn't that long ago that women not, were able to vote for the first time. 1920. Oh, I guess that was quite a while ago. No, it was not. Your grandfather was... 10 years from being born. Yeah. That's... Your grandfather <laughs> was born to a woman who did not have voting rights when she was a child. Yeah. That's crazy. That's really crazy. There are people alive today who were born to people who did not have fucking voting rights. Yeah. There are... Well, there are lots of people, actually, because... Voting rights as a general standard of actually having voting rights was not a thing until 1965 when my parents were alive. When your my parents, parents were alive. Were alive. Yeah. When they were children. Yeah, they were just born. <laughs> and we act like it was so long ago. We do. And it, it really wasn't. We started this discussion about fucking guns, and we have gotten <laughs> far off script. We don't have a script. This is just a conversation, and this is how our conversations yeah, go. Yeah, well, this is how we our We start one goes. place, and we go all over. So we don't always stay on task. Let's be honest. Most of the time, we don't stay we on task. We never stay on task. <laughs> we but start with an cool. idea. We start with an idea. And the next thing you know, we're off on... XYZ and I don't know somebody said something over here <laughs> but no the idea that the idea that <laughs> wow yeah no I started with this very deep discussion of like well the idea mm, no no <laughs> No. No. Yeah, no. I, I was trying to think of the idea of what and I'm, no, I don't know. Actually, no, <laughs> I, I know, know exactly I know exactly where I was going with that. I know exactly where I was going with that and then I stopped myself. Ah. Because I really didn't want to start the entire argument back and forth again. Okay. Because we haven't talked about this beforehand, but you know if, if I want to have my guns in my house, and I want to be able to make sure that me and mine are safe, Which we and hear if you lot. piss me off too much, maybe I'll put a 12-gauge in your mouth and blow the back of your head off. Well, nobody can stop me, Yeah, because it's my right to own that firearm. 
Yeah. See, something that scares me is this is something, it doesn't really have to do with mass shootings or anything like that, but there was a bunch of different stories on the news here lately of people happening to go to the wrong place and then being shot for it. Like, somebody getting lost and knocking on a door, knocking on the wrong door, or pulling into the wrong driveway and backing out, realizing they're in the wrong spot. That absolutely terrifies me with raising kids, or even for myself with the job that I do. Yeah, but you know why those stories didn't go farther and didn't go wider and actually didn't continue? Because nobody pushed it? Because it happens every day. I know, but it's terrifying. It happens where we live every day. I know, and that's why I tell my kids, if you ever break down in your car when you can drive, call me. Do not go up to somebody's door and knock on their door. We live in a place where I used to do a job where I had to show up at people's houses in a large diesel truck to actually provide them with a service. And I had people pull guns on me more than once when they called and asked me to be there because they wanted to make sure they were safe. I hear you. With the job that I do, I also go to people's houses. And we all know how well GPS works in rural areas. A lot of times it doesn't work. It's You're in the middle of the highway and it says, you have arrived. So then you turn at the next possible place to turn and you go up and knock on the door to see if you're in the right spot. Sometimes you are, sometimes you're not. And if you're not, Waiting for somebody to open that door is absolutely terrifying. I have been met by say, a gun. I was going to say, I remember the day we actually had a guy pull a shotgun on us. Yes, and it was absolutely terrifying. Eh, it was a Tuesday. It was, to me, it was absolutely terrifying. Terrifying. <sighs> Welcome to a world where guns saturate lives. I know, and I know that they had those to, quote-unquote, protect their homes. No, they don't. <laughs> but that's what they say. I would like to point out, my brother-in-law asked me at one point, because I don't own a gun, what are you going to do when somebody breaks into your house, rapes your wife and your daughters, and then proceeds to murder you and your son and your entire family. To which I would like to respond, who the fuck am I? Pablo Escobar? <laughs> yeah, who is going to who do that? Who are you protecting yourself <laughs> from? What the hell are you talking about? I have no idea. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're not. No in one the game. is breaking. If they're breaking <laughs> to your house to kill you, then you're a criminal. <laughs> you're a person who needs a gun because you are a dangerous human being. If you're not, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. What the fuck? Seriously? is going on in your life that you think that, oh my God, they might come in here and rape and kill all of us. For Why? Why? For your crappy TV? <laughs> for your air conditioner? For, for what? I, I have no idea. It doesn't make any sense at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're broke. They're broke. They want canned beans and whatever other food they can take. And guess what? 
They're not going to steal it from you. They're going to steal it from a store, you dumb. Dumb, dumb. (laughs) Yeah, let's just leave it at that point. But for the love of... The idea that you're going to outlaw a weapon and actually stop mass shootings is dumb. Yeah. The idea that you're going to stop crime by making a weapon illegal is dumb. The idea that someone is going to come into your house and attack you is dumb. The problem is not guns. The problem is being an American. Stop watching television and thinking it's real. Stop actually thinking that you have some concept of how the world works. It's not how the world works. It's not. And maybe we should be more like Japan. You mean the place where whenever you actually own a gun, you have to go in once a year and actually sit down with somebody and talk with them about your mental health, and then whenever you're like, yeah, I feel a little suicidal. Nah, maybe we should take your guns away for, I don't know, two, three months. Yeah. And then we'll give them back. And once then we'll, you come back and talk to come me, back and talk to us again, then we can reassess. Because that would actually fix suicide. Or at least help, because you wouldn't have, if you're starting, if you're well, feeling. At the very least, that would actually start to help with fucking yes. suicide. Yeah. Which would be, again, the thing that kills most Americans with guns. Yep. Can we talk about that for a fucking second? And, but nobody wants to talk about mental health. I am a person who has suicidal ideation. I don't own a gun because I have suicidal ideation. Nor should I be allowed to own a gun. But you know what I can do tomorrow? Go to a fucking store and buy a gun! It's a little messed up, don't you think? If we're going to talk about guns in America, yes, we have a problem with mass shootings. Yes, we have a problem with people being murdered by guns. That is the tiniest of our problems. Yeah. And yes, we need to find a fix. Or the fact that it is Juneteenth, and there was a Juneteenth celebration where they got shot up, and 19 people were injured, and one died. And yes, I agree, that is a problem. I'm gonna guess, might be wrong, I'd be happy to be wrong, but I'm gonna guess the person who did that was probably a fucking fascist. Probably. And if they weren't, well, then there's probably some other problems in their life. I kind of... It would be easier if it was a fascist. (laughs) Watch it won't be, and then it's going to be eating crow and actually sitting around and going, ah, damn it. (laughs) Now we got to deal with this problem. But if you want to stop Americans dying from fucking gun violence, it's an easy thing to fix. I mean, no, let's rephrase that. Oh, it is definitely not easy. Let's rephrase that. It's not an easy thing to fix. fix. Let's rephrase that. It's not an easy thing to fix. But there are things that we can do. We can at least try something. Anything. Anything. Better than what doing now which exactly. is fucking nothing oh we're doing something we're we seem to be loosening gun laws right now that's the only thing we ever do i know but that seems to be like the only thing that we can do when president obama was in office oh my god they're gonna come take your guns oh my god they're gonna come take your guns you should buy more guns oh my god they're gonna take your guns they're gonna take your guns they're gonna take your guns during the time president obama was in office 70 gun laws were passed 
two of them marginally restricted gun rights. Marginally. The other 68 made sure that everyone who wanted to own a gun could have a gun. That is crazy. I'm sure there was even, There were more, more guns. Let me rephrase that. There were a crap ton of guns sold during the time President Obama was in office. And the amount of guns in the United States of America went up. By a noticeable margin. Holy cow. We have more guns in the United States of America than we have people. As of last count. That is insane. Why? We have less than 400 million people in the United States of America, and we have more than 400 million guns. Why do we have more guns than human beings? Well, you know, because some people think they need an arsenic. Arsenic? That's not the right Arsenal. word. Arsenal. There we go. Arsenic would home. be what we should give <laughs> to these idiots who own 82 freaking <laughs> guns. Oh, excuse me. I shouldn't say that. No, no, That's, no. <laughs> no. Shouldn't say that. Arsenic is what we use to kill rats. There you go. It's rat poison. Also used as a uh, blood thinner. pressure medication. Yeah. That's not a good one to take. Uh, warfarin. Yeah. I know, arsenic. yeah. It's fine. Not really. Not really. No, warfarin's used all the time. Really? That's the thing you're worried about? Warfarin? Okay. I'm not worried about it. Okay. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. You know? Probably not the best medicine. It's... Really? It's an extremely common medication used in, well, both medical procedures and actually with patients. I'm sure it is. Wow. Okay, we're going to have this argument another time. <laughs> going back to guns. We're going to have this argument at some other point. Yeah, not right now. <laughs> He's having mic problems. Hang on a second. <laughs> I got to grab hold of stuff and just kind of give it the grip. Wow, that came off of really... <laughs> no. Actually, I'm fine with that. It came off. Uh... The only way this would turn out better if she gave me the grip and then we'd be fine. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness. She acts like she hates me, but she still loves me. I do love him. Sometimes I wonder, but I still I do love him. But no, I'm I'm gonna go back to again. When you look at the television, when you look at the internet. When you look at all of this, social we talk media. about we, we, social media, whatever it is. We talk about <laughs> we talk about mass shootings, which, again, at this point, are getting to the point where they're they so common that no one actually talks about them. Yeah, they barely make the news. I didn't know about the one that happened, the two that happened today. Josh told me. Because it didn't show up on any of the stuff. Technically, that... not mass shootings, because only one person died, and well, one person died in one, two people died in the other. Okay, it has to be three or more. Well, actually, we don't know if three or more is actually a mass shooting because we don't actually have a definition of for mass shooting. Because to be a thing that we actually study, we would actually have to have a government, a, a you know, agency actually come in and actually define that. And we can't actually have a government agency define that because for the CDC to actually investigate all of that and actually have a plan about how they're going to investigate all of that, they would then have to actually, you know, focus on gun violence. And they can't do that because the NRA made it fucking illegal. 
oh, excuse me, not illegal. They just said that they helped pass legislation that said that if they studied gun violence, they'd lose their funding. Hmm. Let's be clear. The NRA did not make it illegal for the CDC to investigate gun violence. What they did do was actually make it so that if the CDC did investigate gun violence, it's a giant gray zone where if they did do that, they might, depending on who's in power at the time, lose their funding. That's crazy. So that they can't actually investigate gun violence. So we have no idea. No. I tried to look it up. What the hell happens when it comes to gun violence. Because we've made it not illegal. Just real, real hard. To figure out what the hell is going on. That's ridiculous. I did try to look up at the definition of mass shooting to see if it gave there a definition isn't. of how many and there isn't like i read no three definition. or four of them and they're very confusing even in the wording there's of no what definition of mass shooting there's no definition of there's no definition of gun violence there's no. no definition of any of these terms when it comes to you and i worked in the medical field yeah we have definitions of what it means to die from insert cause here. Yeah. Yep. Which I get that during COVID, everybody was freaking out because they're like, well, people died from COVID, but that may not have been what they died from. Slow your roll, sweetheart. Yeah. Because that's not how medicine works. Nah. But, if you had the COVID virus and then you caught pneumonia and then you died from pneumonia because the COVID virus made you unable to actually beat the pneumonia. You died from COVID, you <laughs> fucking moron. If you have cancer, and then die during chemotherapy, age. you died from a urinary tract infection. Well... You died from the UTI. That doesn't mean you didn't have cancer. Yeah. And that you moron. Mean, that doesn't mean the side effects of the cancer slash cancer treatment didn't give you the UTI, which killed you. If you were in a car accident, and then you had a heart attack, because you were in a car accident. You died from a heart attack. Caused by the car accident. <laughs> we can make these leaps. I mean, we can we can actually have these discussions about how these things work and how we maybe should redefine these doesn't mean does not mean that we're wrong about how we actually formulate these standards upon which we actually define the ways in which people have met their end. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, my daughter came walking in the room and I was trying to figure out what the heck she was doing as she shook Random bag of ramen. I'm guessing ramen. Yep, it was ramen. And then walked away. (laughs) Save it. The one thing that cannot, will not, and will never be actually investigated in the United States of America is how guns actually impact the lives. Of Americans. And oh, no. why? 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 Why is that a thing that we cannot investigate? Because 
said no. Yeah, because the NRA is all. It's, it's, it's everything, you know. You can't go against what they say. And I'm going to try to color the NRA as some massive, overreaching monolith upon which we should place all of our blame because they aren't. They're not the problem. No. They are not the thing we should blame. Do you know who I blame? Who? Me. You. (laughs) Everyone we know, everyone who's not part of the NRA, who didn't stand up and go, no. Hey, we don't want to do this. This is not a good idea. Fucking fix it. Yeah. You should do better. The NRA is not the problem. If you want a person to blame, look in the mirror. Get your shit together. Talk to your friends. Get your ass out there. Join us, and we're all going to come together and scream that we need the CDC to actually investigate how we're going to deal with gun violence in the United States of America. We need all of you to come with us to fight this battle. Yeah, nobody We can do need it alone. all of you to come with us to actually stand up and say no. We need all of you to come with us and scream at our legislators and say, no, we're going to change the rules. The CDC actually doesn't have to be worried that if they investigate gun violence, they're going to lose their funding. We need all of you to come with us, to actually stand with us, to scream and say, we need to find out why this is a problem. We we need need to to find find out out why it's happening. We need to find out why 40 Nearly 40,000 people a year commit suicide in the United States of America using a firearm. We need to find out why we have so many gun deaths in this country. We need you to come with us to stand at the the halls of Congress to scream and yell and go, no, no. No, fix it. We're going to not do this anymore. It isn't guns. Guns are a placeholder that we use because no one in the fucking left wants to actually say, how about we take a look at this? Mental illness is a placeholder in the right. For the exact same argument. What we need is someone to actually look at the actual problem. Yeah. Look at to actually look at, look at, at what at is going on and look at it figure all, out as a whole and figure it what out. What we need to do so that this so that this does not become our future. Because it damn sure has been our past. Yeah. And, and no our- one in all this time has ever no one has ever actually No one's ever fought for what, for looking for an answer. No one's ever fought. No, because people, because a lot of people think that there is a, the problem is black and white. The problem is there's got to be something, an easy fix. And there isn't. There is not an easy fix. There is no, this is not black and white. This is gray, 
I'm trying to think like my brain is saying gray, yellow, purple. Like it's all of it mixed in there. Banning like, assault so... weapons. Banning assault weapons is not going to fix this problem. No, it isn't. Getting rid of guns. It's not. Is gonna not fix going it. to fix this problem. No. Going through the streets and taking everybody's guns away is not going to fix the problem. Giving everyone a gun is not going to fix this problem. No, it isn't. This isn't. This is a complex issue that needs a complex answer. Yeah, and do we think that we have the, the answer? Absolutely not. Hell no. I have no clue what I'm talking about. We're I know not, Amber feels the exact same yeah, way. We're not trying to tell you guys, tell you that we know how to fix it, because we don't. And if somebody's telling you they have an easy answer for this, they're either a liar, a fraud, or an asshole. Or maybe they have a mental illness. Let's not start passing judgment on the mentally ill. I'm not. There's no judgment here. I know. I'm just giving her a shit. You should know that by now. There's no judgment. <laughs> she says that she talks to her mentally ill husband. <laughs> but no, it's just... This is not a question that's going to be fixed <clears throat> by actually... Well, if we pass insert law here... Well, if we say insert talking point here, well, if we actually have a news story, insert here, that's not how this works. No, it needs to be a conversation. We can't just pass random stuff and think it's going to fix it. Which I get that people are. Especially the people who actually have power are terrified of having these conversations. Because they want to keep their place. Because if we actually have a conversation, then we might have to include people who are not in power. Yeah. Or they may make their supporters mad, and then they won't have their spot in Congress next time. I would like to point out to everybody who's in Congress, your job is to actually make a better world for the people you represent. It doesn't always mean that you give them what they want. If you're a parent, you should understand that. I didn't give my child gummy bears the other night because it was the middle of the night and it was going to make their stomach upset. So I didn't give it to them. Were they mad? Heck yeah. I'm not saying that the people who voted for you are children. By any stretch of the imagination. But. Sometimes they don't know what they want. Sometimes whenever you're looking at the world as a larger whole. I'm going to point out to you that there are plenty of times that I would love for you to cut my taxes. I also understand that cutting my taxes would make my life worse. Yeah, absolutely. Because without taxes, you can't fix the roads. Just because I would like to have that doesn't mean it's a good fucking idea, you dumb, stupid... Mm. <laughs> Garble, garble, garble. Grumble, 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 grumble. Are you... Seriously? I want you to very gently take your hand, reach around, grab a hold of your hair, and pull your head out of your ass. And maybe do the right thing. And to Josh Hawley, fuck you. You <laughs> can that edit note. that out if you'd like, dear. <laughs> On that note, we may need to turn no. this. Josh Hawley, go fuck yourself. You piece of shit. Okay, no I more. I swear nope. to God, mm -hmm. nope. fuck you. Nope, that can be another conversation later. We're not going to do that right now. But thank you for listening to Mid Midwest Midwest. 
Dick no, cut stop. Shit. Stop burn, it. Stop. Burn, ah, ah, burn ah, in hell. Ah, ah, stop. <laughs> Anyways, that is what we talked about tonight. So, not what. Well, we're going to have to edit that. We're going to have to get that out of there. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that. Uh... Damn it. We weren't supposed to edit. <laughs> well, I'm going to edit that. Grr. Anyways, that one I actually enjoyed. Thank you for listening to Midwest Missteps. Until next time, see you later. I'm leaving that in. Let it burn. <laughs>